Hello, hello. Welcome to my podcast, Olivia's Podcast, where I sit down and get chatty with some of Houston local musicians' wives, their better halves, their biggest supporters, and their biggest fans. I have a special guest, Miss Amy Hayes. Hello, everybody. I'm happy to be here. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I feel really privileged to be a part of this. So, Amy, this show is about, you know, the local musicians' wives, their better halves, Oh, they yes. know they know we are. That's right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, talk to us about your husband. I am married to Brian Hayes. Uh, he is a drummer. He's the drummer for Podunk and for the Black Rose. And we've been married for nine years That's as of this time. last August. Yes. Oh. And um, we just have a crazy life together. We're both musicians. We're both in a band together. And uh, he's just fantastic at what he does and I feel very blessed and lucky and fortunate that I get to share stages with him. You're a singer. Yes, yes. I am. How is it at, in the house? Is it like he's in one room with the drums and you're in another room uh, exercising your vocal cords or is it loud in there? <laughs> Sometimes. Um, we live in an apartment so he uses a practice pad a oh, lot okay. of times uh-huh. but he's in the front bedroom uh-huh. and then me I just camp out in the kitchen uh-huh. with the little echo dot and uh-huh. just you know hook my phone up with Spotify and then pull up my playlist uh-huh. and you know I'll tell him I'm like babe gotta go run songs <laughs> and he's like no problem I'll be in here you know uh-huh. where to find me and I mean, it's really cool. I, you know, no one competes with anybody. And um, he knows when I have a show coming up that I've got to practice. If he's got a show coming up, he has to practice. And, you know, we just make it work. Because um, you're involved in several projects. And then he's also in, a, in the, the band that, mm-hmm. that you also sing along with him. Yes. Right next to him. Yes. So how, how is it having him when you turn around and he's right there? <laughs> I really love it. You like, do? seriously, sometimes it's surreal because he's so good at what he does. Uh-huh. He's such, I mean, he's just a groove drummer and he's got such a lead foot. And, you know, I'll just look over and he's usually to my right. And I'll just look over and, you know, he's feeling it. And I, I'm just like. I get to go home with this guy, you know, and it's fun, you know, being in that band. Everybody in that band is wonderful. The Black Rose. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're, they're just a great bunch of people. Very kind, very down to earth. We have a lot of fun together and, you know, I love looking over and seeing my husband and, Mm -hmm. you know, we're doing this together. You know, it's this experiential intimacy that we get to have with each other. And I just feel really lucky that I get to do this. Yeah, not a lot of people get to do that. Uh, So you guys are involved musically. Yes, (laughs) yes. And he comes to your shows when when you sing with other with the other projects right oh yeah he's totally my photographer my videographer number one fan you're yes (laughs) really seriously and if and if you see him at like because i i sing backup vocals with vince king and the vegas mafia band Uh and he'll come out and he's got his little gopro on the little tripod and he's running around and he helps me with my in-ear monitors and helps me set up My music stand and absolutely wonderful husband. And, you know, I'm having the opportunities Uh that I've been given lately. And, you know, he's very supportive of me. And, you know, it's just, it's great. How did you guys meet? We met (laughs) on Facebook of all places. Uh He saw my photo in his news feed and this was in 2013. Uh And he sent me a friend request. And I figured, well, we've got some mutual friends. Uh Uh-huh. 
And okay, I'll accept it. Uh-huh. I didn't know who he was, but I, you know, went ahead and just clicked accept and add. And then it was just crickets. And I didn't hear anything <laughs> from him. <laughs> I mean, did he? Maybe he thought you weren't going to accept it or what? I don't know. Because uh, now you're at the point, you know, on, on him, you know, now he's at the point where like she accepted. Now what? <laughs> right. I think that's what happened. I mean, uh-huh. he told me that he saw my picture and he stopped scrolling and he was like, who is this woman? Oh. She is gorgeous. I'm going <laughs> to add friend. And so he said he kind of creeped my page for a little while and looked at my pictures and whatever. And then mm. I just never heard from him again. Uh-huh. Well, let's fast forward to March of 2014. Uh-huh. Wow, and almost a year later? Yes. <laughs> and I just made this kind of smart-ass post about ice hockey and how, I, you know, ice hockey athletes are some of the toughest athletes on the planet and they really truly are and I'm a huge Dallas Stars fan and I was kind of poking fun at golf Uh because the guy that I'd just gotten out of a relationship with was a big golfer and you know I was feeling salty that day (laughs) and Brian chimes in with a video from YouTube and it's George Carlin hating on golfers Uh and I'd never seen it before and so I opened it up and I watched it and I mean I'm just I'm in tears laughing and we start this thread between the two of us and we're just talking back and forth and then it dawns on me I'm like is this who I think this is because at the time, one of my cousins, she was engaged Uh to someone whose last name was Hayes. And I thought that I was interacting with my cousin's fiance. Oh, wow. So I get this message in my, my private inbox and he's like, so what hockey team do you cheer for? And I was like, the Dallas Stars. And so we start talking about, you know, building a dream team. And I'm talking to him about players that, you know, were around in the 90s. And he's like, you really know your stuff. You know, he's like, you're not just one of those, I like hockey because the guys are cute. And I'm like, yeah, no, (laughs) I like hockey because I like the game. I enjoy the sport. And I was like, by the way, how long have you been engaged to my cousin? And he was like, (laughs) I'm not engaged to anybody. He's like, I... I don't even know your cousin. And I'm like, who are you? (laughs) Now I got awkward. (laughs) I was like, who is this dude that's in my inbox? I mean, he's clearly really cool. He loves the Dallas Stars. And he was like, oh, I just saw you on Facebook last year and added you. And that was how everything started. And he had just gotten out of a really bad relationship. I had just gotten out of a really bad relationship. And when we really started talking and connecting, it was like, where have you been all my life? Oh, and um, it was meant to happen. It was, it was meant to happen. And I mean, from the moment that we started talking till we started dating, then we became engaged and then we eloped and got married was less than five months. Really? And that we've been together nine years. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. That's a true love story. It really is. It really (laughs) is. There's a, there's a lot of people that wait to get married and you know, but I think if you know, you know. I you know, mean, you know. I, I don't think time has anything to do with it. No, no, no it doesn't. Mm. And he knew I was a single mom because at the time my daughter was 12. She was little. She was little. Yeah. And, you know, I told him from the very beginning, I'm like, I have a child. We're a package deal. You know, oh. it, you got to be a responsible adult if you're going to date me. And, you know, he was like, well, I don't really know anything about being an adult. But, you know, <laughs> he's like, I can be responsible. And then we're talking, I'd say it was maybe 
two weeks we'd been chatting. We hadn't met yet. He says, hey, my band is playing in Austin on April 24th. Do you mm-hmm. want to come see us? He's like, you know, I can come by and grab you and we can, you know, mm-hmm. head on up. And I was like, your band, you're a musician. And he oh, was like, didn't know. You didn't no, know. I had no idea. And he didn't tell you. No, he no. didn't. <laughs> And he was like, oh, yeah, I'm just, I'm a drummer. And I was like, oh, no, not again. <laughs> because I had literally just gotten out of a relationship with a musician. And really? It did not, it just wasn't good. It wasn't good for him. It wasn't good for me. It oh. ended terribly. And I was just like, I don't want to do this again. And <laughs> But I, was, I really liked Brian. Like, uh-huh. I, I mean, at this point, I had fallen pretty hard for this guy and was yeah. just thinking, you know, he's geeky and nerdy and <laughs> he likes all the things that I Not do. Like, yeah. And, you know, we connected on so much. And I was like, all right, I'll give you a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll go see your band. And I had never heard of Podunk. I didn't know who they were. I didn't know a single solitary song by them. Uh-huh. Nothing. He takes me to this club in Pflugerville called Hanover's. Uh-huh. And, you know, I get there and the place is packed wall to wall. And he introduces me to some of the fans and the members of the band, the other guys. And I'm sitting at this table and the band is getting ready to play. And then they come in with a song called The Creeper. Uh He's got this like big dramatic drum buildup and Uh like the minute he starts playing and I'm like, whoa, this guy can actually do what he says he can do. I mean, I was impressed. I was thinking they were just going to be like some little little cover band, little BS cover band and (laughs) not at all. I was blown away and I was like, I don't know why they are not more famous than Uh they, they, than they are, you know, they really should be more famous. At that point, I was just like, okay, I'll let you in, even though you're a drummer. You had already fallen. Yes, yes, I had had already fallen. And then by that July, we were engaged. Mm -hmm. And then we eloped in August and the rest is history. And you're here. Yes. On the same stage sometimes. Yes, (laughs) yes. That is so sweet. That's so nice. It's a lot of fun. It is. um, yeah, well, it looks like a lot of fun when you guys are there. Oh, it's a blast. <laughs> it's it's a total blast. And like, you know, he'll lean over to me sometimes on the way to a show and he'll be like, I've got it on good authority that uh, I might be able to go home with the singer after the show. And I'm like, well, you're going to have to ask Jen because I don't know if she's going to want to give up Randy. And he's like, I'm not talking about that. Singer. <laughs> Randy's a singer. <laughs> That's a good one. He's like smart ass. And I'm like, that's why you love me. Oh, that's so funny, girl. Yeah, because Randy is the singer. Yes, yeah, Randy Folk is our lead singer. And he wasn't, uh, he didn't say which singer. No, he He wasn't. I was like, you weren't specific. You just said Randy. I was like, you said you wanted to go home with the singer. Well, you're going to have to take it up with Jen because I don't don't think she's going to want to share her man, but okay. That's so funny. stuff yeah that's funny that's so funny but it is a lot of fun up there and I mean it's a lot of hard work Uh but it's worth it you know and at this stage in my mid-40s I didn't think that I would ever do music again like I thought that was over Uh and I had more or less made peace with it but Brian being who he is kept kicking me in the pants and going, you really need to get back up there. You really need to find a project. You need to find something to do. You were singing before, but not when you met him or you no, were. No, I so was. So when did you start singing? I started singing when I was three. That oh, was what, that's, that's when my that's parents put me in children's church choir. Oh, And okay. I did church choir throughout, you know, from age three till about age 12. And then I started doing the adult church choir. And then I was in middle school choir 
I was in the high school choirs. I did show choir, acapella choir. I learned to sing opera when I was in high school. So why didn't you keep doing it? <laughs> it was like dormant. <laughs> yes, it was. And I, I did some live bands, some like little BS live bands in my 20s. And yeah. we really just didn't get very far. Yeah. It was basically a way to make money because I was a single mom. Uh -huh. And I was trying to take care of my daughter at the time. Yeah. After the biggest band that I was in, after we broke up because... I was dating the bass player. Uh -huh. It just didn't end well. I, uh -huh. I was traumatized. Yeah. And I was like, I'm just never going to do this again. I knew that I had talents and I knew that it would always be there. And I kept thinking, well, I'll pick it up again some other time. And I kept thinking that, uh -huh. you know, tomorrow would come. And I started belly dancing for a while because that was a creative outlet. And I had a blast doing that. Don't uh -huh. get me wrong. Yeah. But it was not as fulfilling as singing was. Oh, okay. And when Brian and I got together, you know, he tells me he's a drummer. And then, you know, I tell him, well, I'm a vocalist. I'm a singer. And he hears me and he's like, we need to find you something to do. And I mean, this was early, early on in our marriage. But I just was like, meh. Anna's still small. She still needs me, you know, oh. I'll, maybe some other time. And uh -huh. I just kept back burnering it. And then long about 2019 is when he really started saying Pushing. yes. And so how did it feel to go back on stage after that, that length of time? It was terrifying. The was first, so. the first show that we did back with TBR and it was in February of 2020. It was February 7th, 2020. And we played at Last Concert Cafe. Uh -huh. And I can remember they had this like little bitty like green room thing uh -huh. off to the side. And I was sitting in there on the couch by myself. And I was like, please don't have a panic attack. Please don't have a panic attack. So you were, you were that I was, stage fright? Yes. Uh -huh. And I just took off my glasses because I'm horribly nearsighted. Uh -huh. And I was like, I'm just going to pretend that I'm in my living room and that it's just me and I'm just jamming with my friends. Yeah. And, and that was how I got through that first show. Really? And it, we did it without a hitch. I mean, we were fine. And then how did you feel after the show? It was, it was I, a high? Yes. Uh -huh. I was elated and relieved and I was like, okay. I can do this. Mm -hmm. You know, it's still there. I've Aww. still got it. It didn't go away. Yeah. You know, it's still there. But yeah, I mean, it took me probably, it took six months straight of gigging uh -huh. before I really started to feel completely comfortable. That long? Yeah. And now I don't now, even worry about it. Yeah. Now I'm just like, okay, we have a show. Let's now go do this. Now you put your shades on and go. Yes. Let's I'm rock. Like, <laughs> I'm like, let's go kick some ass. Let's go do this. Oh, It's a lot of fun. So you have a lot of confidence now. More so than More I did. Than you used to. Than I used to. Oh, and, and how, from the time that you guys married, how often was Brian playing? Was he always playing uh, from the time y'all got married? I would say, I think I've seen Podunk a total of seven times in the nine years oh, okay. that we've been together. And most of those happened within the first two years that we uh -huh. were married. Because Podunk just doesn't play together anymore. Uh -huh. And then there was a stint that he did with a band out of Austin called 333. Uh -huh. uh, it's fronted by Tony Park, uh, who used to front Push Monkey, which was a popular band in the uh -huh. 90s in Austin. And he and, and Brian were friends, and he had asked him if he wanted to come and play. And I think he did that for about a year, and that was roughly once or twice a month that we were traveling to Austin. So it was fairly frequently, yeah. you know, given that— almost regular. Yeah. yeah. And then after 
he quit playing with 333. We both just were kind of in limbo uh-huh. for a while. And then 2019 rolled around, and that was when he and Jackie started talking about firing up the Black Rose again. And it's still going strong. And it is still going <laughs> strong. So tell me, Amy, the first time you saw your husband Brian on stage in Austin when you guys had just started dating, what did you think? Like, what what was going through your mind? I thought he looked hot, for one thing. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, and he's sitting behind gigantic kick drum Uh that he had at the time Uh and I you know I thought he looks very comfortable back there Mm -hmm. he looks like he knows what he's doing and then when he started playing Uh because the song that they do when you hear the recorded version of it it sounds different than the way they play it live and the live version is he starts in and he's he's just got the the floor Uh toms going and I'm just I was like, wow. <laughs> you were blown away. I was. And I mean, <laughs> I was sitting, I could take you right to the table that I was sitting at. Uh-huh. And like, I can still see it vividly in my mind. And there were some friends of his that were there. They'd uh-huh. been long-term fans uh-huh. of Podunk. And, you know, because I was short, one of them, <laughs> her name was Ashley. And she was like, okay, everybody move out of the way. She needs to be able to see her man's up there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she needs to be able to see him. And, you know, he's playing this dramatic buildup. Oh. And I was just like, wow, this guy is really good. Great. And then when Jason started singing and then, you know, Duncan comes in and then mm. Paul comes in and I was just, literally my jaw was on the floor. How long was that show How long, that <sighs> night? I would want to say it was easily two hours. Two hours. And I mean, it was full. Uh-huh. And Hanover's is not a huge club, but it's uh-huh. not super small either. Uh-huh. But I mean, it was packed, like oh. wall to wall people. They had their fans. Yes. And yeah. I was just like, this guy is really good at what he does. And I was, I was quite proud. And then I thought to myself, what is he doing with me? You know, (laughs) because you mean, what is he doing with you? (laughs) Because I was relatively a nobody. Like I didn't know anyone in, in the scene in the Austin scene. And that could be a good thing. (laughs) It it was Uh for the most part, Uh because most of the people embraced me. Uh But I will say, especially there in the beginning that, there were a few broken hearts when they found out that, you know, oh, their rock God oh, had, yeah. <laughs> had committed himself, you know, to this little no-namer. This little bitty, yes. pretty lady. Oh, yes. And I, I actually had some women that approached me that were like, well, we don't know who you are. We've never seen you. So, you know, how are you with Brian? And I was just like. I, or I'm, how does he know you? Right. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I, I'm sorry, but we're together, you know, I'm sorry if this upsets you, but I mean, they were kind of vicious about it. And, and I was, I mean, I'm very sweet and what you see is what you get. And I'm friendly and I'm nice to everyone, but I have to remember that not everybody is like that. And, you know, I literally had women corner me in bathrooms and (gasps) and say, I am serious. I had one that was like, I didn't give him permission to date you. I don't know who you are. And I'm like, well, I don't, I don't know, know who, who you are either. And if you were that important, he would have told me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, I got to get out of here. Exactly. You know, but that doesn't happen yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. 
But I mean, I'd say probably the first two years that we were together, you know, there were there were some disappointed contestants in the audience. Yeah. I'll just I'll just put it to you that way that they were just <laughs> they were not happy with the game show. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're like, I'm sorry. I don't. I'm not doing it then. <laughs> and I mean, it it kind of escalated too because first we were dating, mm-hmm. and like we had come out that we were dating in April. And then fast forward to July and engaged and we're engaged. And then we got a lo- we got married. We eloped in mm-hmm. August and we made a big announcement. And mm-hmm. I mean that I think that one was the one that kind of sent them all over the edge because they were <laughs> like, so it's for real, uh-huh. you know, yeah. it's permanent, you know. And then then, of course, there were a few that said, well, they won't last six months. They won't last a year. Mm-hmm. And. We were like, okay, well, you know, I'm sorry that you're miserable, but we're we're just going to be happy over yeah, we're, here. We're and, just happy. Yeah, <laughs> and it's been nine years. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, what did he say about all that? <laughs> oh, he, he was like, women are crazy. He's like, this is why I don't hang out after shows. Uh-huh. This is why I pack up my shit and I leave, leave because I don't want to deal with this. That's too much drama. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> That's so much that, drama. That, thank you. And I mean, I have to say that, my husband is very level-headed mm-hmm. and he's very down to earth and like a lot of booze-fueled shenanigans that tends mm-hmm. to happen with these rock shows. I never really had to deal with that At with At the him. end of the night. Yeah, <laughs> like he had stopped drinking and smoking in 2013 before yeah. we'd even started talking. Oh. And then when we got together and he, you know, found out that I had a kid, I had a daughter, I think if there was any growing up that needed to be done, I think that that, it happened at that point. And so, you know, he was really serious about life at that point. And so that told you everything right there. Yeah. You know, (laughs) and serious about you, about her. Yes. About y'all. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, I I can, I can say like we would go, he'd do a show. We'd hang out with the band afterwards for a little bit in the parking lot. And then we were on our way home and it was just relatively uneventful yeah so far (laughs) so far far. yeah we don't need the drama no need the drama no we're too old for that (laughs) no we're not (laughs) we're still young girl (laughs) old enough to know better but young enough to not care exactly (laughs) exactly What was his reaction the first time he saw you on stage and you guys were already together when we were in tbr yeah like a you know, because you had said you you hadn't sang in a while, and then he was pushing you when you got on stage for the first time. That he saw you for the first time on stage. Oh, he looked. I mean, proud as pie. Like oh. he was. He was like, "That's my wife." <laughs> oh, and yeah. I'm taking her home. Yes. Oh yes. He's. And I've asked him before. I'm like, "Do you think I'm going to screw up?" And he's like, "Babe, I never worry about you up there." He's like, I don't ever worry that you're not going to know your parts. Uh I don't ever worry that you're going to sing wrong notes. He's like, you've, you're holding it down back there. You've got it. You've got it. That's so sweet. Yeah. And he tells me all the time he's proud of me. Uh He pushes me. He's like, he's like, you can do this material. You have the range for that. Uh He's like, try it again. You'll get it. You'll get it. Don't worry about it. You're going to do just fine. Well, that's good that he's guiding you too. I mean, that's, uh, y'all's relationship and the way y'all work together oh, on yeah. stage on on and off oh yeah know? yeah yeah we're so a team cute. you're a team yeah. i mean 
he tends to post a lot more about us on social media than I do. And he always puts little hashtag team Haze. You know, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's us in real life. Right. Yeah. That's not just like a hashtag for views and likes. That's uh. really how we approach everything, Yeah. you know, and I cheer for him and he cheers for me and it's just a beautiful thing. Amy, what's, what do you think is one of the most challenging things of being married to a musician? I think currently it's the fact that we don't have enough time to do all the projects that we want to do, oh. either together uh-huh. or individually. And, you know, with, with juggling his full-time job with Fender uh-huh. and then my ongoing health issues... We take care of his aging parents uh-huh. and then his refing schedule because he's a, an ice hockey official. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then with all the bands that he or I or both of us are in, there's just not enough hours for us oh, to, to do all of the projects that we would love to do. And, you know, one of our favorite things to do when we don't have a show, you know, is I'll be in the kitchen cooking or he'll be helping me cooking and we'll just pull up a playlist We'll we'll pick an artist. Like, for Uh instance, he and I are huge Rush nerds. Uh And we will, like, you know, we'll pick an album and we'll, you know, we'll we'll have it playing on the Echo Dot. And we will literally just pick apart the song. We'll talk about the lyrics, what we think the lyrics mean, what they mean to us, where we were the first time we heard the song. Uh And, you know, why did Neil Peart do this fill? And why did Getty Lee play this bass line? And, I mean, like... We're just total music nerds. And then we'll say to ourselves, wouldn't it be really cool if we could have a female fronted Rush tribute band, you know? Or well, there's some, an idea. Or something to that effect. There's but an I mean, idea. But we're always talking about, we would love to do this. We want to do like an 80s thing, or we want to do like a 70s yacht rock thing. Uh-huh. Or, I mean, and there's just, there's just not enough time, you know, to do yeah. all the things that that we collectively want to do together. That's a lot of juggling of stuff. You got a lot on your plate. We really do. (laughs) We really, really do. And like, there are times that we look at each other and we're like, are we nuts for doing this much? You know? And then we're like, nope, this is fun. And we're loving it. Because that's your passion. Yes. And your daughter, how old is she now? She's 21. And she has been to your shows. Oh, she has. Oh, yes. And she, she's so sweet. And she's so proud of me. And I mean, I've sung her whole life. Like when she was really little and her Mm -hmm. father and I had had split up when she was really small, she can remember, you know, going to some of my shows because, you know, I didn't always have somebody to watch. And, you know, I would put a little cotton in her ears and hand her a little mini tambourine or a little shaker. And I'd be like, okay, when mama points at you, this is when you play. (laughs) That's so cute. And, you know, she's when she would be in school or, yeah. or childcare and a teacher would say, so what does your mommy do? And she'd say, my mother's a singer in a band. Oh. And then when she was in, in high school and you know, her friends would ask her, what does your mom do? And she's like, my mom sings. That's uh-huh. what she does. And she's really good at it. Uh-huh. Does she have any interest in it? She is not musically inclined. Uh-huh. However, she is incredibly artistic with, with drawing. Oh. And I, I think that if she really applied herself, she could probably draw, you know, tattoo-worthy art. And oh. I even have some paintings and drawings hung up at home uh-huh. that she's made for me. 
That's so that that is a skill. A very <laughs> she's she is talented. She's yeah. artistic, artistic, just, just yes. not necessarily musically artistic. She's doing her own thing. She is. Yeah, and she's she's in college, and she's decided that she wants to uh, pursue teaching. I told her I didn't care what she did; just wanted her to get an education, and she's doing just fine. Yeah, we are quite proud of her. Yeah, who knows? Maybe later on she'll say, "Hmm, I, my mom was always a singer. Let me try that." I asked her (laughs) I did I asked her and she's like no I don't have your vocal range and she's like I'm just gonna let you do that she's like that's your thing and that's what you're good at and that's what you love and I'm happy to be in the crowd and cheer for you actually come into our show tomorrow and she asked me um when my next Vince King gig is Uh and I'm doing um a a show with them in October October 21st in Porter Uh and she was she was asking me about the set list and I said well sometimes it changes it changes for every show and she got kind of disappointed and I was like why because it's new it's it's different songs every show and she's like well I really wanted Austin and that's her boyfriend she said I really wanted Austin to hear you do you know the the end of that that one song she goes it's like the second to the last song in the set where like you're holding this high note for forever and I went oh you're talking about suspicious minds and she was like yes oh and then she was on the phone with him and she she says dude you got to hear my mom do this she's insanely talented (laughs) at this and so you know that made mama feel good oh of course she's proud yes that that made me feel really good that she said that about me (laughs) it's like that's so sweet (laughs) she's such a good kid and I'm extremely proud of her too. Yeah. You know, she's she's she is. She a, looks like you. <laughs> thank you. She's I your mini me. I think so too. Yeah. I mean, I see certain features of her father too. Uh-huh. But um, you know, you can definitely tell that she's my child. Yeah, there's there's no way I could like I could deny her. No, <laughs> no, no way. So, Amy, what's one of your favorite memories of seeing your husband on stage? I always love seeing my husband perform. Uh-huh. I mean, it's it's a thrill whether I'm in the audience the crowd enjoying it or I'm on the stage and I'm next to him but I will have to say probably in recent memory we were playing a gig at Sawyer Park we had uh, Chris DeRay come out and he was filming us and he was helping us put together um, an EPK at one point because the stage at Sawyer Park is hollow underneath it and there's eight of us up there (laughs) and we're doing the song jealous again this is of course the black rose brian is just like pedal to the metal with the kick drum Uh and i mean it's vibrating the floor so much that my mic stand is wobbling back (laughs) and forth like precariously and you're right next to him yes Yes. (laughs) and I'm trying to dance and sing and hold Hold on to my mic stand. (laughs) And I look over at him and I'm like, I give him that look like, what are you doing? And he just smiles and gives me the the what up, you know, with the chin. And I was like, oh, my God, you're such a nerd. That's so cute. But I think we were at that show. I think you were. And you and were holding the mic. I was. And I don't like, know because of that. And if you go and you look at the video on YouTube of that song, I think it's about midway through, you will see me reach up and hold on to it because I'm trying to keep it from tipping over. And oh, it was because wow. he was just so hard with the, with the kick drum. And I was just Aww. like, dude. <laughs> such such a funny moment yeah. such a funny moment but I mean 
my husband is very humble about his drumming skills, but he really could be a lot more arrogant, you know, just because he is so good good at what he does. Like he really is a human metronome back there. (laughs) And, you know, I just, sometimes I just kind of sit there and and, in awe and I'm like, I get to sing with this guy uh-huh. I get to make music with this guy and I'm married to this guy oh. and yeah <laughs> you guys are so cute together thank you <laughs> thank you and what I mean what you see is what you get yeah, and yeah. people tell us that we make them sick and I'm like I'm I'm sorry you that's know how we are. <laughs> that's how we are and you know given the fact that he and I both came out of you know really rough relationships and we didn't have the best of luck in the past it's mm-hmm. kind of nice that we found each other yeah you know it was and meant. And that we get to share your passion. Yes. Yes. That that we, that we get to connect in such a way because I I mean, I wouldn't have it any other way. Cause Mm -hmm. like he gets it. I tell him, Hey, I got a show. And he's like, all right, we're there. Let's do this. Uh You know, or I'll tell him I got to rehearse. I got to run songs and he doesn't get his feelings hurt. Yeah. You know, he's not upset. Yeah. And I don't get upset when he's got to work on stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, for, for an upcoming show or whatever. I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, go practice. Yeah. And there are times like he'll go and he'll rent a practice room Mm -hmm. and he'll be gone for a few hours. And I'm like, go do that. It makes, makes you feel better. You'll feel, you know, you'll feel more secure about doing the upcoming show. And yeah, but he's just, he's so good at what he does. (laughs) Don't, don't ever let him downplay it because he really is (laughs) just a phenomenal drummer. He is. He's very good. And you're, you're a phenomenal singer too, girl. Thank you. I've I've heard them high notes on that. Was it, um, Elvis Vince Kings? Is it, um, if I can dream? Yes. Is that, was it, yes, yeah. that's one of the them. Yes, yes, the big dramatic. Yes, yeah. the really big dramatic yeah. note. Yes. yes. There's several in his uh, his carousel of songs. Like, mm-hmm. uh, there's My Way that has a dramatic ending. Um, I Can't Stop Loving You, If yeah. I Can Dream, The Wonder of You, and then, of course, Suspicious Mind. And Amy, what do you think is one of the most rewarding of being married to a drummer. <laughs> well, not only is he just adorable and cute, <laughs> but it's the fact that music means something to musicians more than non-musicians. And that I'm not putting down people who are not musicians. Let me be clear about that. Yeah. But there is just something about the way the musician brain works mm-hmm. that the way that we look at music, the way that we hear it, the way that we feel it, how it affects us, how we can hear a song and it takes you back to a certain point in time mm-hmm. and like you can envision it with like movie theater clarity. Mm-hmm. I have found in my spouse a person who relates to music just like that. Mm-hmm. And we share the same love and and the same, you know, soulfulness uh-huh. of just the whole experience of what music means to us. Like uh-huh. music is a driving force in both of our lives. And it's just wonderful that we found each other and that we can connect uh-huh. on that. And I mean, other than maybe two bands that he likes that I'm not nuts about, uh-huh. we love all the same stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't matter who picks the songs for a road trip or Uh just to go run errands or whatever we're doing around the house. Uh Like, we're always going, ooh, that's a good song. Ooh, that's a great song. (laughs) Ooh, I forgot about that one, you know? And it's just, it's so nice to be able to have someone who gets it. And share, share it with. Yes. Yes. And 
you know, gig days are fun. I, I look forward to doing gigs, whether it's my own, whether it's us together, whether it's his, mm-hmm. because it's, we just have such a blast oh, together. Yeah. And I mean, it really is, we have a fun life yeah. and, and I don't even think fun is the appropriate <laughs> adjective, but it's uh, the only one that I could come up with. But, yeah. you know, it's just, we a, connect on a, music. A connection. It's just such a yeah. deep, deep connection. And I mean, it's just, we have a blast. We enjoy each other's company and, mm. you know, like we have this silly, stupid thing that we do, but I have <laughs> to, I'll have to tell y'all. Okay. So you know how like you can get a song and it gets stuck in your head yes. and it's an earworm <laughs> and, and certain particular songs are of a more annoying variety and those make for really good earworms. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, my husband and I have this, this little worm competition <laughs> where <laughs> we'll start humming or singing a bar or two of a certain annoying song <laughs> and we'll get it stuck in the other one's head and we call it Worm Wars. <laughs> Aww, that's funny. That's so cute. <laughs> and we'll be like, I wormed you. <laughs> <laughs> and then we even have a playlist of those songs and we call them Worm Jams. Oh, you have a playlist? Yes. <laughs> And the more annoying, the, the better. better. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. That's funny. <laughs> never a dull moment in yeah. the Hayes house. Oh, ne- Never a dull moment. Amy, how did you get into singing? My mother discovered that I could sing mm-hmm. when I was about two years old. And my mom, back in the day, she uh-huh. was a stay-at-home mom. Uh-huh. And she was in the kitchen, and she says that she overheard this little voice, perfect pitch, mm-hmm. singing along with a television commercial. And uh-huh. it was a commercial that she had heard over and over. And she thought to herself, I don't recall hearing <laughs> that voice in that commercial. And so she steps out of the kitchen and she sees me and I'm standing in front of the television and I'm <laughs> dancing and singing along. And then of course my dad comes home and she's, she's like, David, our, our youngest can sing and it actually sounds really good. And she's only two. And <gasps> You know, my dad wasn't surprised because his family has a lot of, of musical talent. In fact, both of my oh, parents really? uh, can sing. My dad could sing when he was alive. My mom has a beautiful soprano voice, but she never did anything with it. Uh-huh. But they put me in church choir. Uh-huh. And I did church choir from uh, age three and then till about age 12. And then I, was, uh, I did adult church choir when I was 12 because I got bored being in the kids' choir. Oh. And they needed to find something else for me to do. <laughs> and I started taking piano lessons when I was eight. Mm-hmm. And I took lessons from the time I was eight till I was 16. Oh, okay. And then in between that, I was in uh, middle school choirs. And then I was in the high school show choir, high school acapella choir. I learned to sing opera. And then in my 20s, I got into live bands. Oh, okay. And then um, most of my 20s, I gigged off and on, and then I just went radio silent and oh. stopped doing it and picked up belly dancing and did that for a few years and loved it. Uh-huh. And then met my husband, and then he started kicking me and saying, you really need to get back to it. You really need to get back to it. I think this project would be good for you. I love hearing you sing. You really should find something to do. <laughs> so um, how, how long, what was the time frame from the time he started pushing you to sing until the time that you said, okay, you know what, I'm going to do it? I'd say easily 
four years <laughs> that long <laughs> really yes. oh, oh wow and when he started talking about you know resurrecting the black rose I didn't take him seriously at first when he said that he wanted me to be a part of the project because I was like you guys are great you know when he told me that TBR was fronted by Randy Folk I was like that's the double vision guy and I don't know if he's gonna want me to sing behind him and I don't know. And I thought my husband was just being sweet. I uh-huh. thought he was being nice, uh-huh. you know, and, and trying to make me feel good. And long about that September, right around my birthday, was when it seemed that the crows were constantly being played either in the car or uh-huh. in the house or whatever. And That I was, was a sign. And I was like, <laughs> what are you trying to tell me, Hayes? And he's like, you really need to do this. I think this would be good for you. It would be good for your head. It would be good for your voice. You, re- you have a gift. You shouldn't waste it. And yeah. so at that point, I said, okay, I'll dive into the catalog. Mm-hmm. And I started listening. And actually, the first song that I fell in love with uh-huh. was Sting Me. Uh-huh. And I'd never heard it before. <gasps> and I was like, I like the song. And then... <laughs> Then I heard my morning song and I was like, I really like this stuff. Okay, I'm in. And I needed to find a partner. I uh-huh. needed to find somebody who would help me. Uh-huh. And um, I was acquainted with uh, Anissa Lyons. Uh-huh. And she's married to Chad Lyons, who's also a drummer. Uh-huh. And I had met them through Brian. And we were at a King's X show and they were there. And I just walked up to her and gave her a hug. And I was like, hey. I uh, I have a proposition for you, and you can think about it. The guys, Jackie and Brian and Randy, they all want to start, you know, the Crows Mm -hmm. tribute again, and they're asking me to sing, but I need a partner. Would you want to do this with me? And I I said, you don't have to make a decision. Just let me know, you know, whenever you're ready. And she's like, Black Crows. She's like, and with you? And I went, yeah. She goes, yeah, I'm in. Uh So, and that. That was that. that. That was that. You guys sound awesome. Thank you. We have a lot of fun up there. We really do. It looks like you guys do have a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. And And I love your, your stage look. Oh, we always match. Yes. yes. Our, our, yeah. our matchy, matchy yeah. sequins. And yeah, yeah. The glittery sequins and then your look for Vince King. Oh, the with vintage all. Vintage dress. Oh, yes. Yeah. With all the retro 60s and 50s. Yes. Yeah, I love doing that. Oh, that's so cute. Those are so much fun. Yeah. Those are and so those cute. guys are great. The Vegas Mafia band guys are great. All of them. Yeah. Vince is great. And yeah, they're like brothers. Yeah. And they're also down to earth, too. And I, um, I have to thank my bestie, Brooke, Allison, mm-hmm. for getting me that gig because she had asked me in January of this year, she was like, hey, would you want to maybe do some fill-in work with, you know, with an Elvis tribute? And I was like, yeah, sure. It can't be that hard. Uh-huh. And then I, you know, delved into the material and I was like, oh, uh-huh. crap, I hope I can do this. And she, she was like, you're going to be fine. I can't think of anyone else who is better suited for this. And, and then the guys fell in love with me and we made it official a couple months ago that, you know, I'm, I'm part of the band now. So that's so good. I love, I love um, the show Vince Kings. Oh, he's amazing. He's amazing. It's like, there are moments that I'll be behind him and I'm like, is that the real Elvis? I'm seeing the real Elvis. (laughs) I'm like, this must have been what it was like you back know, then. back then. Yeah. It's, yeah I it's didn't am- get to experience that. <laughs> I didn't either. I wasn't even a glimmer in anyone's eye at that point in time, but you know, I'm just grateful that I, I, I get to relive it through the tribute yes. and the music is so much fun. Well, let's play one of your husband's songs. Which one do you want to play? 
I would like to hear Dashboard Mary by Podunk. Let's rock. Dashboard Mary, sing to me, get me down this road, my feet are tired and I am hungry, I've got nowhere to go, and I've been driving for a
heard one of uh, Brian's songs. Was that from the time that you guys started dating? Was that- no, all of these songs were recorded before he and I even knew each other. Uh-huh. I didn't even know who Podunk was when we got together, but oh. I started falling in love with their music after we got together and after I'd seen them play. And, you know, these guys became like brothers to me. So that's what I was going to ask you if these became your favorite songs, some of your favorite songs. They did. Yes. <laughs> yes. And all the guys in the band are great. And, you know, I, I could call any one of them up and, you know, I'm like a sister to them and it's, it's really cool. I'm, I'm part of the Podunk family. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're married to the drummer. Yes. <laughs> You're always going to be part of the Podunk family. This is true. <laughs> what advice would you give to someone who's starting to date a musician? Oh, goodness. How much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> what are the highs, some of the highs and lows? Okay. First of all, congratulations. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, that basically says, next question. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Seriously, though, dating a musician can be very rewarding. It can be an adventure. can be very rewarding. It can be an adventure. Mm-hmm. It's never a dull moment. Mm-hmm. One of the things that is really important, though, especially if you are not an artist or you're not a musician, you're not inclined towards, you know, anything musical or creative. You really need to have a good sense of who you are. Mm -hmm. You need to have a very strong sense of self and have other interests outside of supporting your partner's bands and musical projects. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't make you a bad girlfriend or boyfriend. That, you know, just makes you a good human because you got to have you too Mm -hmm. and you know find things that make I would say if you want to help them load their gear you can Mm -hmm. but it's not a requirement (laughs) you know and if if you're a girl and you're all dressed up and it's 95 degrees outside at one in the morning Mm -hmm. you don't have to load gear you know you can just sit there and be pretty pretty enjoy the ride Like, really enjoy it for what it is and understand that there are probably going to be times that your musician partner will seem like they choose their music over you. You can't clip their wings. You have to let them be who they are. Mm -hmm. And that means you kind of step out of the way and you let them have their moment. You let them have the spotlight. You cheer for them. You support them. You know, when they're successful, be happy. And appreciate the gift that they were given that they share with you and that they share with everyone else. Just have fun. Understand that there's going to be crazy wild groupies who try to tell you things because they feel entitled to Mm -hmm. your partner. Mm -hmm. And just understand that most of them are drunk or high or both. And, Mm -hmm. you know, leave it at the club. What happens at the club stays at the club. Mm -hmm. And try not to let the drama affect your relationship. Because this musician is with you and they've chosen to be with you because they see things in you that they love and they appreciate. And, you know, just be yourself, you know, just let things be as they are. Appreciate what you have in the moment. Real words, like a hundred percent. Thank you. <laughs> if your hubby was here, I would ask him, how's it feel to be married to us? Right? <laughs> no kidding. Turn the tables. Like, yes. Yeah. Because you're, you're also in the music industry. Well, you could always do an interview. It could be like wives, <laughs> And And husband. husband. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Feel free. But he's he's super proud of you, too. He is. And it shows. Both of y'all, it shows. 
out in public in on your pages, you know, you are y'all's biggest supporters, biggest fans. Absolutely. And when you have people like us supporting y'all too. Yes, <laughs> and we are grateful. And yeah. I mean, if, if there was the if there had to be one theme of this chapter of my life, it's that I'm just grateful. I'm grateful that that I am able to do this, that I'm able to get up and sing and that people keep asking me to come back. Yeah. You know, people ask me to sub for them. They ask me to fill in. They ask me to be a part of their projects. And it's extremely humbling and flattering, you know, to be included and to have strangers approach me at gigs and say, that big old voice came out of you. Um, of that you little know? bitty person? Yes. You <laughs> know, you're little. <laughs> and, and to have people come to me and say, thank you for taking me down memory lane today. You know, thank you for performing these songs and uh-huh. reminding me of my youth. Uh-huh. You know, that just, it's, it's so satisfying. And I'm so grateful to be able to do what I What do you see yourself doing um, the next couple of years? I mean, you're basically pretty busy right now. <laughs> I am. You're going to take a vacation anytime soon? <laughs> I would like to. And there are times that I'm like, can I please get off this hamster wheel? Cause I'm exhausted. But you know, I go to bed and I wake up and I'm like, let's do this again. Yeah. <laughs> um, honestly, I would love to have a project of my own. I would love to be able to front my own thing and kind of handpick the musicians that I would want. Yeah. And, you know, of course, my husband would be the, the drummer. drummer. That spot is already spoken for. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I, I would honestly just like to do something that's, you know, just covers from all the genres that yeah. I love. Uh-huh. You know, it doesn't have to be one particular artist. Yeah. But, you know, the songs I grew up singing and listening to mm-hmm. and songs that touched me when I was a teenager and at uh-huh. different points in my life as an adult, uh-huh. songs that vocally I enjoy doing, yeah. you know, and I, I just think that would be fun, yeah. but no pressure, yeah. just fun, just yeah. for the sheer pleasure of, of performing, mm-hmm. not because yeah. I've got to make this amount of money or, oh, yeah. you know, just, just to do it, to yeah. be able to say, yeah, I'm, I'm still here. I'm still relevant. And this is fun. And if you want to come and you want to watch me and I, I evoke some sort of memory or positive feeling, then, you know, I will have accomplished my job. Yeah. So you, you have been singing a lot lately. What do you do to keep your voice intact? Because you do have a high pitched voice when you sing. I (laughs) do. I do. Um, I don't smoke. I don't drink. I eat really healthy. I try to get a decent amount of sleep at night. Um, I have a vocal nebulizer that I use. Um, I'm a big proponent of traditional medicinals, throat coat tea. Uh-huh. I do scales. I try to sing every day. I warm up before any performance or any practice. Uh-huh. Um, I don't yell unless something or someone is on fire. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm, it's just good vocal hygiene. Yeah. You know, these are just, but these are practices that I've had since, I was, you know, little. young since yeah. I was little and since I was a teenager and started, be, you know, being trained by my vocal teachers at school. Uh-huh. You know, it's just you, you keep yeah. keep the cords, you know, uh-huh. moisturized and, uh-huh. and, and keep them flexible. And mm-hmm. the more I sing, the, you know, the better I get. Yeah. No, you do sound good. Thank you. <laughs> you I sincerely <laughs> appreciate that because sometimes I hear my playback and I'm like, oh, I could have done that better. But OK, uh, well, like like. They say, you know, you're your own worst critic. This is true. You know, this is true. But coming from someone who sees you. <laughs> yes. 
um, you sound awesome. I appreciate Aww. that. Thank you. That means a lot. Thank yeah. you very, very much. It's humbling to hear. Thank you. What is your husband? What are some of his pet peeves that that you're like, oh, or your pet peeves from from Brian? Well, in regards to music or anything. <laughs> oh goodness. He's not here, so I'm asking you. <laughs> but he's gonna hear this. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I really love my husband and I Aww. just, I guess we're like any couple. Mm -hmm. We have days where we look at each other and we're like, who did I marry? And who are you? <laughs> and what did you do with my spouse? And can you please bring them back? Oh. But we work through it. Yeah. And I don't know. I, there's a lot of grace and forgiveness yeah. in this relationship. And I think there's also a lot of of appreciation uh -huh. because we've both been in relationships where we were not forgiven and where we were not appreciated. Mm -hmm. And so we're kind of making up for lost time, uh -huh. so to speak. Yeah. I mean, my husband has a hearing disability and we like to play this fun game called fun with deaf people <laughs> where like, I'll say something in one room and cause he doesn't hear well around corners and then he'll come <laughs> and he'll answer me and I'll, you know, people be like, Oh, it's the color green. And I'll be like, I didn't, Wait, what, what do you think I asked you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, let's reframe that uh -huh. because, you know, he just, he, he can't, he can't help it. You yeah. know, it's not his fault, but yeah. like there are times that I won't always be as patient as I should be. And I will like exasperatedly re-ask the question. And he's like, <laughs> I'm sorry. And I'm like, oh. no, I'm sorry. I, I'm not trying to be a bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, let's start over. And then you're like, <laughs> little way down here and he's like way up there he's so tall oh yeah i'm five <laughs> feet tall and he's six two oh, so damn. yeah yeah there's there's a little bit of a height difference <laughs> just a smidge just a skosh he could just scoop you up and that's it <laughs> he actually does so yeah. but i mean for me i spend more time appreciating my husband than mm. i do being annoyed by him oh you know yeah. just he's a great guy yeah, yeah. You know, I get why there were a bunch of broken hearts when I came along. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I understand why they were sad. Yeah. <laughs> because he's he's a great catch. Yeah. But, um, I mean, like I said, it's just, it's grace, it's forgiveness. We both have wicked senses of humor. <laughs> and my husband more so than me, really. <gasps> like, he can find humor in anything. And, like, there are times that... He is way more lighthearted about something and me. I'm, you know, I'm over here like judge <laughs> serious. And puffing. <laughs> yes. And he's like, he's like, simmer down. It's okay. You know, lighten up, Francis. And I'm like, okay, all right. You're right. You're right. You know, and then at other times he realizes that there's a reason why I'm being serious and I'm the same voice of reason. And he says, thank you for being the same voice of reason because I would have made the wrong decision, uh -huh. you know? So oh, we balance each other out, out. Yeah. you know? And one of the things that I admire about him is that he literally can find the silver lining in anything, uh -huh. regardless of what it is. Uh -huh. And then, you know, me, I just cope with dark humor. <laughs> so, you know, it, yeah. it, works. it works. It works. And I mean, I, I can't, off the top of my head, if I were to say that there was anything my husband did that irritated me, it's like he leaves drawers open in the kitchen. Uh -huh. big, oh, that's like something so small. Big deal. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. who cares? Uh -huh. So yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't really, 
I mean, you should ask him. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe I should take notes. Maybe I'm the annoying one. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I should ask him. Yes. Do you have any pet peeves of hers? <laughs> and he'll be like, how much time you got, Sandra? <laughs> I don't think he you would have so that many. Together. Thank you. You're so good together. Thank you. I feel, mm-hmm. I feel like I found my soulmate. And mm-hmm. I don't throw that word around. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. not, that's not a word I say lightly, mm-hmm. but I really feel like I found my soulmate. Is there any shout outs you want to send, send out? Um, I would love to, uh, you know, just say thank you to all the guys and the girl in the Black Rose. Uh-huh. I love y'all. Y'all are a pleasure to sing with and to play with uh-huh. and to be in a band with. Y'all are amazing. Um, also to Vince King and the Vegas Mafia Band. I'm so grateful that y'all gave me this opportunity and then fell in love with me and decided to let me stay. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, I just, you know, want to say thank you to my bestie, Brooke, uh-huh. for believing in me. She is one of my biggest supporters. And I mean, we are literally texting each other every day on gig day. She sends me a message and uh-huh. says, hey, good luck. You're going to kill it. And I do the same thing for her. And it's just wonderful. And then, um, of course, to my wonderful husband, who is my biggest fan and really has given me the support that I needed to take the leap in the first place. That push. Yes. That little extra push. Yes. And I am just eternally grateful that you see me for who I am and you love me and you appreciate my talents and, you know, you, you let me shine and, and you don't feel threatened by it. And that just, uh, that's, that's everything. Yeah. So, yeah. That's so special. You guys, we're going to play another song of your husband's. I would like to hear Killing Day by Podunk. Let's rock.
Killing Day. That's one of your favorite songs. It is. Podunk. I, as I've said, I I didn't get to experience Podunk in their heyday because you know Brian and I didn't know each other. Yeah. But when I started listening to their songs, I really fell in love with their material. And all of these guys are just so fabulously talented. And they and welcomed you into the family. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh yes. Uncle Paul. Uncle Duncan. Oh yes. <laughs> yes. They're they're great guys. I guess I should have asked. Your husband, how did he feel when he had you there at the first show that you saw of him playing? As I've said, he's so humble about Mm -hmm. everything. And I really didn't know what I was getting into. Like, he had downplayed how talented and how big they really were. And I I don't think it's because he was hiding anything. I think it was just because... He's in humble. his in his mind, he's like, this is it's just a gig. This is what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, he's yeah. he's not one of those egotistical, the ego has landed full of himself kind of <laughs> musicians. You know, yeah. he's just not. That is not who he is. Yeah. But I know he was happy that I was there, mm-hmm. and you know, he of course introduced me to everyone uh-huh. and and made a big deal of me and then you know later on when we got engaged they made the announcement like their lead singer Jason uh-huh. made the announcement that Brian Hayes was engaged to Amy Scazzari and uh-huh. she is down in the audience oh. and like it was this big huge thing like uh-huh. you know he wasn't he wasn't low key mm-hmm. about me being there. Oh. You know, he he made it very obvious. Clear. Yes, very clear to everybody. <laughs> yes, I am taken, and this is the woman, and she's amazing. I'm sure he loved looking up and seeing you there. Oh yeah. In, in the, oh, know. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, and I I mean I loved going to the shows, and it was fun, and I I made friends, and I mean there are, there are people that I formed friendships with that I otherwise might not have met uh-huh. if he and I hadn't gotten together. And, mm-hmm. you know, I I feel very lucky and grateful that, you know, I I get to be Mrs. Hayes. I get to be part of, of his life in that role. Yeah. And he's 
in yours too because you're an entertainer too. Yes, <laughs> I am. <laughs> you're a singer. Yes, you're an awesome I, singer. Thank you. But thank you so much for dropping by, Amy. I enjoyed it. I did too, <laughs> and I clearly had a lot to say. So, <laughs> thank you for having me. It thank was you. a true pleasure to be a part of this podcast. Thank you so much. You know, like I like I said in my first show. You know, the guys, we pump them up. They have their star, you know, their their spotlight. But, you know, sometimes it's like, let's get to know the sidekicks. Absolutely. Like Ray said, they're better halves. (laughs) It's true. It really is true. And, I mean, musicians, they're a lot like everyone else, you know. They have families. They have lives outside of music, even though music is the major driving force in their lives. Yeah. And a lot of the love and support that gets them propelled forward comes from their spouses. You know, never underestimate the the power of a band wife. I mean, really, they're all band husbands. They should thank their wives on a regular basis, you know, for, for what we do. And I, I love the fact that my husband is as supportive of me as I was with him when we first got together. Uh-huh. And it's just, it's this really cool relationship we have. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and uh, say goodbye now. We'll be, we'll be playing one more song from Podunk. Yes. Wings. We're gonna Another play- one of your favorites. Yes. This <laughs> is, I was asked to pick three of my favorites and this is my third favorite. And this is Wings by Podunk. We're going to end the show with this one. Let's rock. Yeah.
And that's a wrap. Thanks for joining me on my third episode with Miss Amy Hayes. And join me next week as I interview Miss Scarlett King. Thanks for the support. See you next week. Ciao.